you're now listening to What's Up With Ward, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. We just want to know what's yours. And to regular listeners out there like CJ Castillo, salute. salute. My name is Wardy Ward, and the man next to me is none other than Trey All Day. What's happening, my brother? What's good this Saturday afternoon, Wardy Ward? You know how we do it. Yes, sir. The What's Up Award podcast really enjoys and supporting individuals who start, run, or have their own businesses, or someone who inspires others. Our in-studio guest today definitely falls into this category. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us in welcoming Clint Johnson to the lab today. Welcome, Clint. Hey, hey, sir. How you doing? How you both of you guys are doing today? All right, all right. Doing good. Glad to be here. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Clint, let's break the ice by first telling us a little bit about your background. Maybe you can tell us where you were born at and if you have any brothers or sisters and what you do for a living. All the rest right, of you yes. figure out. Sure. I, I'm, uh, I was actually born in Alabama. That's where my mom chose to uh, have her child at it, although we're from uh, North Chicago, Illinois. And so that's where I was raised at. Uh, I don't have any brothers and sisters. Um, I'm a, a single only child. Mm. Um, the things that I like to do is um, help uplift and and inspire young people to be everything that they that they want to be. So that's you know that's a little bit a little bit about myself. Okay, yeah. So you grew up in Alabama. Hmm. Yeah, I grew up in Alabama in my later years after probably left North Chicago probably after my eighth grade year. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great, great roots down there. Great roots. I was born in Chicago. Okay. I, I hate Chicago, but I, and that's what I'm oh, hold on. on behalf of the West of the War Show, we love Chicago. When is we do, all things Chicago do. related? Now back to you. That's, I'm sorry. I do love Chicago. I forgot about that. All I right. Do. All right. My parents used to ship me down to Mississippi all the time, so I'm not a fan of the South as much as I should be because might be sponsors in it. But yeah. It's, it's interesting. I'm going to come back to you on that. <laughs> so, okay, Clint, you said that uh, you like helping the young people here. So, may I ask, um, what, what problem do you, do you solve for them in the community by helping them? Specifically, how do you help them? Well, I think specifically, I, I, you know, my biggest contribution is to change or, or, or give them a different perspective of how information is received um, when, it, when it comes to them. Everything... Um, is not a threat um, as they may perceive it at times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really try to make sure that they exercise the, the, the decision-making process. Um, so, you know, my my thing is to inspire um, the way they perceive information that comes into their to their space that, that they receive. Okay. All right. So is there like a certain age group you work with or is this just all across the board? You, you know, it, it really is across the board. I work with some young people all the way um, to, to five years old, all the way to 24. And, and you know, and that was my, my area of uh, expertise more so. Uh, I have some young men that I work with that's, that's even 30 now that, you know, that I just keep up with and they keep up with me and Every now and then, when they're going through a situation, they, they reach out to me. They they refer to me as pops. Um, so you know, uh, that's that's kind of in the age group that I that I deal with. Wow, they call you pop. You're a young man. I got your birthday around May 12th, if I'm doing my research right. That and, uh, that 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 is correct. 67. So you you're a young man. You're a young I, man. You know what? I I I would. 
I, I'm okay with being the age that I am. I, I try not mm-hmm. to be nothing that I'm that I'm not. You know? so, <laughs> I, we I, are reprised, right? I think, I think they reference that because of uh, the father that that uh, many of them don't have, and mm-hmm. so they refer to me as as, as their pops. So I, I take that in in high regards for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, so so Clint, you and I are the same age, but let me ask you this: Do you feel like that you're 53? Because uh, the 53 back in the day is not the 53 of today. Well, well, I'm actually 54, and you already turned 55. Okay, that's right, that's right. And you know, I, I I enjoy it, whether I'm whether I'm feeling it or not. I don't get up as quick as I used to. I have a, a regimen that I do. I'm probably doing about um, 150 to 200 push-ups a day. Mm, um, mm, probably mm. about 100 or so sit-ups uh, per day, and I break that down from the time that I get up in the morning, then the other half at night. So. I, I try to keep up with uh, with myself as far as my health condition. I, I know that's 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 very important for me, and I, I don't want that responsibility to fall on anyone else but myself. So it's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, I can respect that. Uh, you ahead, know Trent. what? Let me let me jump on that real quick. And you know, I I know there was a a former pro athlete that and all he did was push ups and sit ups, and uh, he was from the South as well too. Herschel Walker. I okay. Think that's a, went from uh, Georgia, and uh, I tell you what. His physique really came from a lot of that 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 type of work that you're doing as well too. So much yeah. respect. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, but isn't isn't Herschel Walker crazy now? <laughs> I Never wouldn't. Mind. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not clinically trained to call anyone crazy. So Lord, I leave that to you to make the decision. <laughs> I'm just saying he's in the news again. I'm gonna leave it at that. But yeah, okay. yeah, he's def- he's definitely different. Let's, yeah. let's, be, let's say it right like that. Okay. A, hey, hey, Mr. Mr. Johnson, is that one of those bless your heart moments you're trying to say right there? <laughs> no doubt. I, I, you know what? You, you couldn't have said it no better than I did. He's bless special. his heart. For sure. He's special. <laughs> okay. Uh, back in the days, I had the opportunity to hear Clint speak uh, to an uh, organization I was working with called Pace, and you came in and you were promoting the program. I forgot what it was, but I remember how passionate you were and your commitment to the goal was. May I ask, is there, is there something in your past that you personally had to overcome that, that made you want to try to help others? Sure. Let, let me let me give you a quick um, little story, if I may. You, you yeah, know, absolutely. I, I, I'm thinking about the time when I was probably about four years old, um, and me and my friends, we were staying actually in North Chicago at that time. We always played this game called Siren Chasing. And because we knew at the time, anytime that siren would go off, uh, we knew it was something going on. It's a, some type of domestic it's a fight. It was something going down. And we would jump on our big wheels and go to that place, man, and just sit there and observe and watch it every day, sometimes two or three times a day. I can specifically remember, though, one day, and it seemed like it was just day that siren, siren went off. And uh, we, we end up jumping on our big wheels, but we, we end up standing, standing still because the siren noise was coming toward us. We didn't have to go to it. Mm-hmm. And I specifically remember these two white men, and I, I'm just telling you the story the way the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. I saw these two white men jump out the back of a truck, which is now, you know, what we call what we were referred to as the ambulance. They jumped out the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went up the steps to my house. They brought a young lady down on a stretcher that was 22 years old. Uh, and that was the last time I see my mother alive. Oh, so, man. so you know, for me was the passion grew and started right from there. I had no brothers and I had no sisters, and I did have a father. But the problem was he stayed down the street with his wife and kids, who still today doesn't know about me. Uh, I have no time to um, blame him for what he was doing um, in his relationship. 
um, I find it a waste of time to spend the time on a problem and, and not more time on a solution. So my uh-huh. thought is once I get to that problem, my mind immediately shift to a solution. So uh, what, what changed with me in my life is the fact I stopped asking God why and started saying thank you because everything I went through as a child, I'm able to now serve as, serve young people and that find themselves in all these different positions that I've already experienced. And so I don't have to guess. I don't have to make it up. I don't have to say, boy, if I was in this situation, no, I can tell you what exactly what I would do because I've been in those submerged in each and every situation that a young person um, has went through, whether they're a young man or a young woman. So mm-hmm. it, it grew from there. That type of pain, and I call it a language of pain, is something that most people won't understand if they do, if they haven't experienced it. So a lot of times you find young people speaking, speaking on their own language. Mm-hmm. It's really language of pain. And it's just like anyone else that speaks a different language. You need an interpreter. So right. I really mm-hmm. do serve as an interpreter to individuals that's in the midst of trying to speak a language of pain to someone that does not understand. So I'm, I'm, I'm truly thankful and blessed that I've experienced both sides of it and that I'm, I have a level of, under, of understanding and education that I can clarify what the message is trying to be sent and understood, if that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. You know, Clinton, if I could, you know, kind of think about that for a second. You know, you so many times we hear about these technical terms like soldiers coming back from from war or people going through stressful situation. Would you say that you know, at four years old, you know, seeing that that's your mother coming down the stairs, you never saw her again after four. That you at some point you developed, you had dealt with, you know, some type of post traumatic stress disorder, and you had to kind of figure that out for yourself and go from there. I did, uh, I, and, mm-hmm. and truly, and so what, what I try to make sure that I understand is, is this, uh, as, as, as dramatic or traumatizing as that story is, here, here's the cake, here, here's the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Now, we are living in North Chicago, Illinois. Yes. She is the baby child of 13 children. There's five sisters that precedes her, but she is named after her mother, which is, of course, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Now, my grandmother is still in Alabama. Here's, here's the part that, that troubles me. Somebody had to make a call from North Chicago, Illinois to Alabama and tell my grandmother, which is her mother, that her baby child just passed away. Mm-hmm. This is in 1971. This is not heard of. My mother is only 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, in order for me to make sure that I process this correctly and not make myself to stand out or be singled out as if this is just a special event, of something that 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 occurred to a child, the fact is somebody had to pick up their phone and call my grandmother and tell her that her child just passed away. Uh-huh. That was probably the most hardest part for whoever did that. I, I don't know, but again, and you know, so it, was it was there, know, was there ever connection? I'm sorry, was there ever you ever figure out what happened to your mom? And, and... yes, I, I did. It, you know, she she passed away from septicemia. Uh, her, oh, she had got a blood guy got poisoned from a mishap that she, uh, that she experienced. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, at that time, my family was really trying to protect me, mm-hmm. and so they never spoke on it for after maybe I got to twenty one or twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. And, and all I can think of is is just the same time my mother passed. Is this what's been ready to happen to me? Because they thought they were protecting me, but the truth is they was hurting me because no one would ever speak of it. It was just. It was just so traumatic at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just try to tell people to imagine yourself inside of a dark room with all, yeah. I mean, with it pitch black. I was literally inside a room 
com- in complete darkness trying to find my way out of this. Yeah. I didn't have time to try to blame anyone else. I had to find a way to make it. And although because statistics says based off society um, norms, I was not supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. I was determined mm-hmm. that I would change those numbers. So when I'm talking to young people, the first thing I'm talking about is to, is about hope and never, never, never give up. I'm a living example. Clinton, you broke the cycle, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So so after after that, you end up going to Alabama at that point, or did you yes, stay? Yes, I went to Alabama at that point. I graduated from high school and went straight to the military, where I was there for for six years. Six years. Okay, which yeah. branch oh, did you go to? Oh, uh, mil- uh, army, overseas army. army. Yep. Okay. All right. So, what what made you decide to go to the service after after Alabama? Be- because uh, the my mother that raised me, which was my mother's sister, um, I, I didn't want to put more on her. I, I felt like she did. Uh, the job that she needed to do uh, mm-hmm. she got me to a point where I needed to try to find my own and, and pay for my own so mm-hmm. as soon as I as soon as I graduated I went straight to the military I used to always write my I call my brothers and sisters but they're really my cousins just telling them thank you for sharing your mom not mm-hmm. only that they had to share their gifts e- each one of them probably could have got an extra Christmas gift but couldn't because of me of my presence mm-hmm. and so I wanted to make sure that they all knew how grateful and how thankful I was because mm-hmm. of that. And so I live, you know, my thought was to make sure that my mother, who is my aunt, would never ever say, I wish I would have never took him in. That's, mm-hmm. that's how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Not to perfection, but to prevent or create any harm for her doing what she had to do because she didn't ask for this. We happened to be, my mother and I happened to be living with her at the time in the current. So she picked up extra mouth to feed, an extra child to take care of. Mm-hmm. That is a tremendous effort on her part and I just wanted to let her know through my entire lifestyle how grateful I was for that. Wow. Hey Clint, what, what type of kid were you in school if you don't mind me asking? You- um I I was reckless. I was I was doing a whole bunch of nonsense but I was always <laughs> really good at school as far as academic wise. Okay. So you know I, I, I was I was good with trying to get be slick about about the system. But also I knew that the import I did understand at an early age importance of, of, of education okay you know? let's 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 go okay let's 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 put a tag on it so you are a teacher's worst nightmare you well it kind of it kind of depends on what day of the week it was uh-huh. may be, but at the same time but at the same time, so relied on me to keep control of the class mm. in, in a sense which i would know if if i wouldn't do it if i wasn't doing nonsense I wasn't gonna let nobody else do it either because right. now oh, uh-huh. I'm ready. I'm ready to learn and listen. You, you know what I'm saying? On Wednesday, I'm a, I'm, yeah, on Wednesday, I'm a full blown clown. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. <laughs> so every other day, you never know. Which yeah, every other day. So oh, it, 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 it worked in her favor. Clinton, you got to end your test now. Now, please stop. stop. Yeah, right. please, Clint, can you tell them? Yes, I got you. Yes, ma'am. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So I just want to know what. what being in that blended family like that, do you feel that that they accepted you, or did you ever feel like an outsider? Well, it, you you know, for me was I, I practiced staying out the way. I didn't I didn't want to put you know there was you, you know how it is to to be the baby of a family. So I came in and I and I became the baby child of that family when there was one already. So that person lost a lot of of his ability to be 
the baby to be catered to and and what my aunt did and i'm sure my brother and sister which are really my cousin took notice that uh, she really did a lot of catering toward me to make sure that i did feel comfortable uh, and that i didn't have to go without so it, it was it was some it was some ups and, and it was some downs uh, uh, I, I could say for sure okay when when you said you were you're uh in the service it, did that change you or did you get out the service and you get wild again or did the service just make you get on this path and say hey I'm gonna help everybody I'm good to go now actually what the, the service helped me tremendously in a disciplined manner but I, I was somewhat already a disciplined person because of my practice in faith I was introduced to God at an early age but at the same time once I got out I just really went back to um, believe it or not I was a, a full gang member I mean that's just what it was but I've always been in a position of leadership. So what I would do is take, a, uh, I would take 50 guys and make them all go to the library and make them all sit down and read. You know, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm trying to change the way they process information. And so to be a, to be a threat to society is to be educated. Right. You know, and we, we're only, we, we're only as vulnerable as, as much as the knowledge that we have. So the way that I contributed to, because I was a, I would say I was a high-ranking gang member, that's for sure, and I had the authority to move people in a way that even if they didn't want to move, I, I could move them. So the best way I can contribute to that cause is to put them in a position where they can better themselves. You know, so if, if that makes sense, again, we go into the library, we go into read. I don't see no. I, I can't really help you when you go to the penitentiary. I I don't have any extra money to sit on, on your books, but I can provide you with more help if you if you're out here. That was just that was just my concept of being involved in what 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 I was into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. So did you get uh, have to go to the jail route, or did you avoid all that? I, I avoided all that. I, I, I definitely did. That's <laughs> Remember, good. I, I still had the ability to, to think. <laughs> you know, before I do, you know yes. what I'm saying. So yes. that 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 prevented me a lot. You know, I, I would just say I'm just one that just didn't get caught. Wait, I just say it yeah. like that. Yeah, you, you know, I say that all the time. It's no difference between me and somebody else who did life. The only difference is I didn't get caught. I'm no That's better. Right. I'm no That's better right. than that person. Okay. And so, let me, and let, so let me throw so this out there too. There's there's also the life of uh, before and after social media. So we fortunate that a lot of this stuff wasn't on social media. That's for sure. Boy, you got that right. You man. know yeah. that I yeah. know that you know. Yeah, that, right. that that actually that's that actually turned into the this social media turned into the, the telling list. The, you get you can get told on on, on this social media stuff for sure. Yeah, man. I, well, also with social media, it's different than when we were kids because when we were kids, we didn't tell what we did. Social media, right. you bragging, you showing. Yep. Up, I got the mm-hmm. guns, I got the money. I'm over yep. here on Thirty Eighth Street right now. Yep. Like, yep. Uh-huh. We, we, and, oh, and please, like, okay, where are you at again? Yeah, uh-huh. we, 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 yeah, we call that we call that dry snitching. That's dry what you're telling yourself, right? <laughs> no, right. no doubt, man. But you know, and, and again, and so being in the position that I was in, I, I would try to educate them young brothers that you know you you do have these brothers coming out to penitentiary and, and they bragging about it and, and all this other stuff but I didn't want them to glamorize that I wanted them to know for sure that you are doing the same that they're doing that I'm trying to get you to stop doing but the, the only difference is that that individual got caught so they really don't have a lot to, to be bragging about if they're not trying to say or teach you to say don't go this route so I've always went against that grand of just trying to make sure that they have the ability to create choices a lot right. of time our young people don't have a lot of choices they don't have the A, B, C, D some of them are just forced with A and B. And sometimes mm-hmm. that A and B can lead to 
uh, making the decision that they have to make in survival mode versus I got A, B, C, D, and D and all above. You, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a difference in that. So uh, my thought is let's help them, let's help create them to have more choices. It's, right. it's so many things, stipulation now about the military that you cannot go to military because of this, this, and this, that, mm. used to, that it did uh-huh. used to be. So now because you did this, this, and this, military option is completely off of your choice list. Wow. That's, yep. that's, a, that's, that's right. a big, that's a big letdown. Now I didn't know that. Gonna, now you're either going to yep. go to college or you're going to go to work. So now you can't go to work because you have a background felons. So uh-huh. now you got to go to college. And see, now even going to college, if you got a felony, certain type of felony, uh-huh. you can't get um, financial aid. Federal, oh, federal funds. man. Mm-hmm. So now know that's that. off the list. So this now crazy. guess what's left? Hustling. <laughs> right. You, you see what I'm saying? So uh-huh. what we got to do is got to make sure that these young people have a variety of choices. Because if you have more, I put it down just like this. You can lay down 10, 10, 10 toothpicks, 10 match stems, whatever you want to. But if, if six of them are towards negativity, you only have four towards positive. You cannot have more laid out of negative than you do positive. It, it won't work because you take one off the, on the positive side off, take one off the negative. Whichever one is left, whether it's negative or positive, is the one that you're going to most likely go towards. Mm-hmm. You know, Clint, I was thinking about what you're saying, how how sometimes when a person starts going down that path and their options become limited, mm-hmm. I started thinking about that saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's like you have to take the lesser of two evils and that yes. may not even be the, the right choice for them even then. So Correct. that positivity, like you're talking about, that's so important for, that's yep. for young people. Yep. Well, that, that leads me to a question then. <clears throat> this is, I didn't even have this on my list, but I want to ask this. Kanye West says slavery was a choice. Is Uh-oh, that here we go? <laughs> is, is is do is it is that a choice too? Did you agree with that, or what was your thoughts on that? Well, it, you know, for me is it would it was it would strain my thoughts to try to understand another person's thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. The question is not that if slavery was a choice, but is it still optional? So now if it's still optional and don't think slavery in, in just only the aspect of you having a master or you in change, you can be a slave to, to many different things that prevent you from being free. That's true. Yeah. So so it, 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 however he sees, sees it, what I see that interpreting as saying, are you a slave to something that's keeping you from being free? And I will also add, everyone is. Everyone is tied to a certain part of slavery that's keeping them from being free. This simple. You know what? I want to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning and I want to work out. Either you do because you know it's going to lead to good health or you don't. Now you're tied to your thought process because you're a slave of it that's preventing you from being free to doing something that you know you want to do and that you need to do. So I want to expand that some in, in, in reference to what he's saying again i just i just can't even phantom to try to think about what he what his thought process is but when i hear that i think about what i am a slave to mm-hmm. you know that's a good point clint I, when you said that i never looked at it from that perspective mm-hmm. but being a slave can come in various forms you're right so i think he may have been onto something because i uh, i think his level of he didn't really explain it but what you add to it, I just can't, that makes sense now because everybody had their different, you know, albatross. So I That's think right. that, 
I think that's a good point. I'm gonna steal that from him. I'm gonna okay. steal it. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, my, my question I have uh, is kind of on this topic. There are many reasons uh, for young people and adults to take false steps, if you will. But why do you think it's so common in society that we have our young people getting lost now and needing this help? Well, you, you gotta you gotta think about the, the parenting of a child. Now, at one time, it was common to have a two-parent household. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that has been reduced to sometimes one. Now, now, now watch this. <laughs> now it's changed to a million. Let me tell you why. Because once you put that, this is just an example, once you put that cell phone in your child's hand mm-hmm. that's five mm-hmm. or six years old, you have allowed a million parents, whether they're the same age or not, to begin to parent and to shape your child's mind. Uh-huh. It takes five to six videos on YouTube or whatever happened, whatever social media outlet for your child to see and become and start <clears throat> to become influenced by that. And so what you what you what you think you're doing is you think you safeguard them. You say, I need to get them a phone so they can be safe. No, what you actually have done is put them in more danger because you allow so a million or so people to enter the mind of your child who is still at a point of being influenced by things that they see and may like. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Johnson done told my <coughs> child that, listen, you can't speak that way. But my child then has a phone that sees 10 to 15 people talking reckless to their, to their parent, and they seem to be cool. Now, mm-hmm. guess what? My child is going to try that. The next <laughs> thing I got to do is I got to I gotta start making dentist appointments. Uh-huh. Hey, hey Clint, well, look at this. Listen, I hope you get that little thing I said in because I'm going to have to start making some dentist appointments because it's going to be some loose tooth. It's going to be some teeth. It's going to be some dentures needed. All the right. That, that's, that's the attitude yeah. adjustment, right? <laughs> in, in, immediately. Immediately. But guess what? I caused it thinking, not thinking of the the impact of what that computer that I just put in that child's hand is doing to them. Well, you know, Clint, yeah. I, I remember being a what, what we call latchkey kid coming home from school. Both my parents worked uh, growing up, and I was, I'm the only boy, three kids, uh, four, four kids, three sisters. And I remember coming home from school. You know, we still changed our clothes when we got home. I remember that as a fact. Mm-hmm. You changed your clothes when you got home. Made yourself a little snack, and you start doing your homework. When you got your homework done, do your chores. Then you can watch a little TV. Yada yada. Get that stuff done. And even then, when you sat down in front of the TV, like you talk about, the, the millions of people that would be educating kids today. Well, we had four. You know, ABC, NBC, yep. CBS. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We click those channels, and we put on the cartoon, and this, that, and the other. You know that that was what we dealt with going up. And even then, they still had community of 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 neighbors watching hey you, you i know i know who your parents are or don't make yep. me come talk to your parents when they come at 5 30. so you always have that fear that fear does not exist today it does it not does. exist i got we, we got children that listen you could be on one street the bus has to make seven stops you, you they don't want them to walk down to the corner and guess what the bus will stop right in front of the child's house and they still late and, mm-hmm. the bus, and, guess, and guess, guess what we do? We get our little bus up and take them to school because that's how we're training our children. Right. And see, and, and here's the other thought is that, you know, we always say, 
well, I don't want my child to have to go through what I've been through and I want them to have more. What you're really saying is you're going to make them work less harder than you did for you to achieve what you achieved and thinking that they're going to achieve it in the same manner and and but appreciate it less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yeah. We're, we're, lessening, we're lessening our children's ability to work harder for things because we're too busy giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Again, and that's just my perspective. Clint, to be... To, to... What you just said, they're so strong, especially, I'll, I'll say it, especially for young black men. Yes. That's super important because easy times make for soft, weaker men. I, yes, I said on behalf of What's Up War Show. Now back to you, Ward. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think that, let me ask you this, Clint. Can, can, a, can a, a woman, a single woman raise a, a man? I love that. I, I, I get that question all the time. Sure they can, but they shouldn't have to. Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. We got yeah, to borrow that line too. I'll write yeah. it down. I'll write yeah. it down. Go ahead. <laughs> sure, sure, sure they can, but the truth is they shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. So you think they can do it successfully? I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. Like Trey just said that we're making weaker men. I mean, I, I know a lot of strong women. I, I do definitely do. I'm just wondering. Do you think that's the norm that they can actually do it like a man, or, or does a man have to raise them that man? to get him to be, you know, the father let, figure. Let, let me use myself for an example. Okay. I, 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 did, I didn't have one. So what I would do is I would piece them together. Mm-hmm. I've listened to you, Mr. Trey, and I've listened to you, Mr. Ward, and I'm able to take in things um, from each of you and flesh out the things that won't make me a better man. So, so I learned at an early age, instead of, again, complaining about it, or, or spending time on a problem that I don't have one, I found ways to create one. Mm, I can take mm-hmm. five, five to ten men and pull out all the strong traits of what I see what what will help me be a better man and flush out the rest of it and let and let whoever keep that for, for whatever they need to do. So they have to learn that. We used to have strong uncles mm-hmm. who, you know, who come by and, and check check on their sister because they know that their, their, their nephews um, fathers weren't around. Uh, and, and so, or or you going over your uncle house this weekend? Not not just because you want to play with your little cousin, but so you can be around a man. So so th- so those things really help. But again, w- without putting any type of cap to it, sure a woman can raise raise a young man. But the truth is, she shouldn't have to. And the reason mm-hmm. I say sure she can because what what's the other options? Not to that can't that can't be. That's right. one. That's the one she won't choose. Those are. Here we go talking again about options. Now you ask a woman that, and she'll say she sure she she sure wish she didn't have to. She <laughs> has to. Yes. She has yeah. to do the best she can. But yet mm-hmm. still we'll sit back because we're 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 being absent fathers and we'll find all the faults and critiques of this is why you're not a good young man. But the truth is, we as men could, should just be better men. That's how we were created. Mm-hmm. Hey, Clinton, you know, to kind of echo that, I was watching a, an animal show talking about the, these banded a, uh, elephants in Africa. Mm-hmm. And there's basically, in essence, teenage men, or teenage, teenage men, teenage uh, male elephants, okay? And mm-hmm. you know what they're doing in Africa and how they're killing all the all the animals there and, and right. hunting them for the trophies and the tusks. Well, they, a, a lot of the larger, older males are gone. And at, at a certain age, these the males, you know, they go off and, and become their own group until it's time to come mate, and then they come back to, to the females, you know. Right. But 
what they were noticing is that when all those male elephants were, the older male elephants were being killed, there was none of them there to keep the, the younger male elephants in line. And so they would get in musk and then get all crazy and hormonal and start doing all these crazy things. And so what they did was they actually, you know, tagged and, and drugged some of the, the younger ones and they put them, forced them to be around some of the older ones. And when these younger ones got into musk and started acting crazy, the bigger ones came in there, slapped them with the trunk, knocked them down, picked them back up again, threw them back down again, and they started acting right again. Right. That goes back to that example. Young men need male role models yep. so they can have the right attitude adjustment when it comes to being, hey, what does it mean to be masculine? Doesn't yep. mean being bravado and, and being all like that, but right. what does it mean to be a true man, to your point? And, and, and be, because we as um, <clears throat> we are the imitators, they have to kids will do what you allow them to do it and they're going to be what they see that's mm. just what it is um, it, you know it's, we have to be more present in, in our in our young men's life uh, again so many of them because I work with youth programs for, for up 10 years they refer to me as you know their pops a father that they never had and so what I'm mindful of is that whatever I'm feeding them they're going to turn around and feed their own children that of what it takes to be uh, uh, a, a man. Here, here's the, you know, and so what I would do, Mr. Ward and Mr. Uh, Trey, is that when I was in my youth, in the youth program, the movies that I mainly show is Good Times. Listen to this, to this <laughs> series called Good Times of a family that's so poor they, they live in a ghetto ward in Chicago. Yes, sir. Yet and still, the show is called Good Times. <laughs> because, because the family structure is so tight that there's a father, a mother, stay-at-home mother, two, a young lady, and two young men. But because of the family structure, that they are still able to have a good time. That's a good and, point. And then explored every pro- possibly um, problem that a family would endure, but through the help of a family structure, they was able to make it to the to the next episode. If that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I want them. To, I, I want my young people to see that. Listen, I come from a, a, a single parent home. It is my. It was my responsibility to break that cycle. I have a loving wife, and I, her and I have split up a few times. It was easy for me to give up because that's what I saw. But I said to myself, if my girls, if my son is going to create or follow suit, I have to break the cycle. I have to do different, and I have to fight for the the change that I'm trying to present. That because I know what it's like not to have a father and a mother in the home. Mm-hmm. It's very it's detrimental to a child's existence right uh-huh. and so again just thinking back of there are so certain movies that i had to make sure that the young people that i served could see and understand what was going on mm-hmm. I, I would just like to throw an asterisk on that good times uh the whole show could have changed if delma's husband made it to the pros with yep. the bears but let's not talk about that yeah let me <laughs> let me say this now, um, now now i would add though mr ward it, it did change when they when they removed james from the show yeah yeah the, the, the mm-hmm. whole the whole the whole dynamics changed they sure did 
Yeah, I'm sure you know about that whole thing of oh, yes. why they why yes, they sir. did it. Yes, sir. You know what was happening. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a whole other podcast. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. we go. Let, let me let me tell you this. I'll do some research on on you, Clint. Trying, you know, just get some more information. And this no, gentleman, just, just call like you said, man. He was stalking you, man. Yeah, go, I was. I was stalking. Go ahead, Ward. Go ahead. I, I want to find out. See what this really about. But this this young young man, he said he. He said about you, he said, you really believed in the people you mentored. He said, you'd be willing to go to court with them. He said, you was a father figure to the father. You keep it 100. He said, you talk to him professionally. Then you flip it up and get real with him, too. Yep. And his name was Uriah Vernon. I saw his video. I could see yep. it in his face, the impact you made on him. Yep. And I could yep. see how you touched his life. I want to know, how do you feel when men are, because, you know, men, we, we don't come out just give men prop like this. I, I know if somebody's saying that, it's, 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 they're keeping it a buck. Let's be mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel when you know that you've, you've reached them? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm humble. Um, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting emotional now because they truly mean something to me, man. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, you're talking about some that somebody has been going through life and feel like nobody cares about them. Yeah. And so so when they allow me to come into their life and they begin to listen to me and mm-hmm. and again you not you and I talked before it becomes it, it we get away from the I and become the we. And so when I'm standing on that in that in that witness stand and they, they call me up to speak on one of their behalf. Yes. See they're not able to articulate the way that maybe that I can. And mm-hmm. what I and what I what I'm able to do is tell the judge point blank to their is the child that you are talking about is not in the folder that you're looking at. Man, that's real. Let 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 me let me tell you about this child mm-hmm. that have went through so much, and, and I make sure they understand that. No, I do not condone for me being here for based on what they did, but I need you to know that. <clears throat> If you're going to make a clear, conscious decision about this young man or this young lady's life, let me make sure you have all the facts mm-hmm. that need to be had so you can be the one that plays an important role in their life, too. I'm not asking you to not follow the guidelines because I need them to know that based off a of judge such and such, when this happened in my life, it allowed, it raised me to another level. In other words, don't beat, if you're going to beat them, don't beat them down. Mm. Beat, them, beat them up. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a big difference. <clears throat> and so, so when when they speak of me like that, um, I, I'm I'm very humble behind it because they mean they mean the world to me, and I'm trying to give them something that I never had. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I've told them I I can be your your brother, I can be your uncle. I can be your father and make sure you understand something without misunderstanding. I can be your mother and your sister and your auntie because I know the roles that it takes to play in, inside the makeup of a family. And what I would do is I would take the participants in the program and put each one of them in different positions of a family role. Mm. Somebody in there was always a little wiser. So guess what? They're going to be the uncle. Somebody was in there that that didn't play a lot of games. Going to tell you what it is. That's that's that that's that auntie that we all have. Everybody has a role in the family, and so it helps them to recreate one when they have opportunity to have a family. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. 
Hey, hey, Clint, I was just thinking about something, and Ward and I were talking about the offline. It's, it's all good. Let me, okay. let me put okay. that out there first. <laughs> well, 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 listen, listen. Well, mama, what she told me is it's just good to be talked about. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all that matters. There you go. There you go. Right. But, you know, not to get too deep on it, but we, we was talking offline about Maslow hierarchy of needs. And, you know, at the very beginning, we all have these basic needs, psychological needs. Hey, am I, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I, am I cold? Am I hot? You know, do I need sleep? You talking about safety needs, you know, you know, do I feel safe and secure? Then we start talking about the things that you're dealing with, those psychological needs, that yep, right. that idea of, of belonging and the love needs, you know, the relationships, uh, the friendships. Then you start thinking about once you got that trust built in them, you start building their esteem, and mm-hmm. you start thinking about that that what can they accomplish and and get them to that that ultimate level of hey that self that self actualization where they go back and say you know what. I've got the foundation. I'm now I'm, I'm reaching for the sky now. So yep. my much props on that. That's 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 great because so so know. so so in that Manslow piece, Manslow a hierarchy piece. That first, that very first one is that psychology, psych, uh, psychological. Uh-huh. Yes, you listen mm-hmm. to me. It, my first move on that is to make sure that they now start to believe in themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. That's 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 uh, uh, number two. It, it talks about the safety. Mm-hmm. I need them to understand that they are now safe. Right. Brother, mm-hmm. I am not going to let anyone harm them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And, and I used to manage five, six teachers. All of them have PhDs and social workers. All, all of them work for me. Wow. I'm not going to let any of them harm you. Mm-hmm. Not only from their actions, but their words. Or inaction. That's right. <laughs> and then and then they talked about love. We uh-huh. just talked about this. And belonging. Now they belong to a family. Oh my time. goodness. Do you, do you know how mm-hmm. long they have longed to be a part of a family? That's why some people join gangs. That's right. <laughs> it, that's exactly right. Now, here go the fourth one. It's theme. Uh-huh. I need you to know that there are a million people waiting on you to fail. Man. As long as you don't be one of them, you're going to mm-hmm. be fine. I need you to know there are a million people that do not care about you trying to change your life, be a better young man, be a better young woman. As long as you're not one of them, your esteem won't be affected. You're not a statistic. That's, That's right. right. And, uh-huh. and, and of course, the last one, self-actualization. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go into action. Now it's time to put everything that you done and worked so hard for is to put into action and 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 this is how i equate that last one mm-hmm. stop trying to prove people wrong man and prove yourself right mm-hmm. that line of trying to prove somebody wrong is too long for me mr ward mr. <laughs> that's too long for me man because as oh soon as i prove war right here come trey you're right with trey here comes somebody else yeah. Let's try to figure out what Kanye was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't so, get time for that, man. But as soon as I prove Clint right, <laughs> that's the end of the line, man. Right. That's, that's, that's the end of the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, he made sense with, with, with the Maslow hierarchy process. Yes. And I learned that just from through my life experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. It's just, you know, yes, how, we, how we word it. It's, it's how just, you word it. Yep. Yes, sir. Exactly. I, I want to add this uh in your company, in your courage to encourage, you, uh-huh. I just want to read this. I really, I thought this is beautiful how it's written. It says, courage to encourage exists as a process through which youth and young adults are inspired 
instructed and empowered to develop the processes needed to overcome life's challenges in order to move toward greater levels of fulfilling, functioning adulthood, economic self-sufficiency, and positive social and generational impact. Group interactions with wayward youth and young adults allows this opportunity. So I think you you definitely hitting on all those 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 cylinders, man. So yep. you you had that vision before you put this into place, or this was you just kind of had it on based on what you were going through with the, with the goal of hitting those. Well, I, I love when people ask you know about that is is a vision. It it, it wasn't. It, it it was a nightmare because I, I've lived the life of a nightmare that I made that I wanted to make sure that young people did not have to experience, which is to hurry up and wake them up. Because they live in a life of a nightmare. There is no vision in that. Only vision is into the into this this saying that I use it, which is people can and will change their life for the better if given respect, skills, opportunity, a supportive peer group, caring teachers and mentors, and a vision of what their life can be. I am their vision because mm-hmm. I've been through and have experienced everything that they've been through in life, and now they have a chance to say that goes the mirror. I am the mirror. I need you to see yourself in me. Because mm-hmm. when I look at you, I see myself in you. It's the reflection piece. So the vision only comes at the end once we get everything else laid out. Mm-hmm. Clinton, you just you just took away my question I was going to ask by saying that, man. <laughs> I was going to say, so how do you meet them where they are? And you just yep. said, never mind. I, yep. Man, I got nothing else on that. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice one on that one. Yeah. Let, let me... Uh... Let me tell you guys a, a, a random fact that I find interesting. The 13th Amendment firmly adopted into the U.S. Constitution, ensuring that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. That was on January 1st, 1863, or about 159 years ago. Do you guys think that's a long time ago? And have we really lived up to where we should be? That's my question to you. Hmm. We we can do better. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's my response. That we we have the ability to do better. Some mm. choose to to do better, then some choose not to. But the bottom line is, as as soon as you think you're doing your best, that's when you should realize that you could do more. Right. Because you could never do our best because it's always room. To grow and be a better you. I'm I, one, one thing about when I'm dealing with young people, they like, man, I'm trying to change you. You you keep trying if you want to. You weren't you weren't made that way. You was made specifically to be who you are. So stop trying to change yourself and just be a better you. You change when you stop doing when you stop being you. That's when that's when your change came in. Eh? Right. You all, you all you was born a great person. You was you was born with a great mind. You was born with a, a, a wonderful heart. You the one change that. Stop trying to change and improve you being who you are. I agree. Hey, l- let me add something to, the, to that <clears throat> that point you made there about 159 years ago. Yes, sir. To put something on from my perspective, my grandfather is 96 years old. My father is 67. So basically the sum total of their ages, that's where we are right now. Mm. So two lifetimes. Is, 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 is it that... Have we gone that far in two lifetimes? No. Yeah, not at all. There's a there's a lot of stuff out there that 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 are still on the books that we've talked about on previous shows that that need to be corrected. Um, there's a lot of things that we could do to get out of our own way, as as Clinton has shown us as well too. So 
We yeah. got some work to do. There's, there's yeah. some work need to be done. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Absolutely. So sooner or later, we're gonna stop hearing for the first time. Yeah, right. There's, a, there's the African American yeah. appointed to the bench. Yeah. For the first time, we have African American press. As soon as we get past this, for the first time, wasn't that a song? Yeah, I don't know, but that's what we're that's what that's what we're being measured that, by yep. for the first time. Wow. I, I, as long as this country's been in existence, we're still on the very first time. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the problem. That, that's where the problem's at. Yeah, the simple fact that we got rules or for organizations like the Rooney Rule in the NFL, yep. like you must, you know, you know, I, uh, interview a certain number of uh, minorities. Must yep. really? Wow! Is that where we at? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Is that and that's just based off the Rooney Rule? Uh huh. Wow. So 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 in other words, if it, if it, if that didn't exist, we wouldn't have to interview none of y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because because the Rooney Rule does not give us say that means one of you gonna get hired. No, exactly. It, they don't have exactly. that. That just say hey, you allowed to sit have a seat at the table. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Well, you know me. I don't. I don't believe in that whole seat at the table thing. I'm a firm yeah. believer in building your own table because there you go. I think I don't think you need to go out here and march and do all this stuff. I say hey, all you gotta do is say get together. We not we decided we all not gonna shop at Walmart. On every Monday of the month, I guarantee. Hold on, hold on. On behalf of us at the award show, in the event <laughs> that bad. Walmart becomes a feature sponsor, I did it again. We love us at Walmart. No, <laughs> okay, I didn't mean Walmart. I meant uh, uh, that, Kmart. Kmart. They, they yeah, didn't, yeah, 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 they yeah, going yeah, out. It's three of them left. Kmart. Yeah. So, <laughs> if we if we all stop going to Kmart, I guarantee you, people are gonna start coming to us. Because right yep. now, you trying to go to them. That, yep. That's mm-hmm. to me, that's backwards. But yeah, but that's just me. But um, let's let's keep the show moving on. We got to get to the last segment so we can get out of here because we know Clint's a busy man. We're about to do our last segment of the show called Getting to Know You. Even though you gave us so much information already, we sure, still sure. want to know more. Okay. So <laughs> just a few questions here. Uh, Trey, I hit him with three. You hit him with three. Then two. Then two. Then one, one, one. Okay. All right. First question I have is going back to your uh, military training. What do you remember most about that? And it's basic as hard as they make it sound. I remember walking down the street on base and I was smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an enlisted member, which is a any, anyone that's not an officer. And I came, I was walking towards two officers, two white young gentlemen, and I had to salute them because they're officer and I'm a general and I'm an enlisted on the outside. And I saluted them with my right hand, of course, with cigarette. Ooh. They stopped me told me take that cigarette put it out on the ground pick it up put it in my pocket and then salute them Mm. the nerve of you to treat me like that is something I would never ever forget Mm. the other thing I won't forget is being told that we're getting ready to go to war you need to call home make your last phone call in case you don't return. Mm, that's not positive. Yep. yep. That's what I remember. Okay. So oh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone because that's a lot of people probably want to go to it. So I'm sure it's a good experience there too. But let, me, yeah. let me move. Next question. Um, what advice would you give Will Smith about Jada? What advice would I give Will I, I would say Jada. We are in a position where 
there are a million people that look up to us and pattern their lives behind us. Part of that process is to make sure that they understand to not react before thinking mm. of the harm that it can cause by whatever actions we take. Because we are now in a position that we are responsible for shaping people's minds. Right. That's 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 the advice I would be giving Jada. But before I give it to her, I would go to the mirror and practice it first and say it to myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question for me. Which one is better and why? Cooley High, the movie, or Love Jones, the movie? Cooley High. Ooh, he said that quick. He didn't yeah. even think about it. <laughs> yeah. He was waiting for that one. Because why? why was that a good movie? Because you have a group of friends, and the truth is, every one of you may not make it. Then the question, will it be me? And that's mm-hmm. going to guide your thoughts and actions. Oh, I, I never mm-hmm. thought of it like that. That's nice. That's me. Will it be me? I'm, let me write that one down, too. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. Uh, you get, that's a lot of stuff we're gonna be on a t-shirt. This is from this show, that's for sure. It's yeah. like Clint, Clint said, yes, yeah, sir. Be yes, sir. Me, okay, go ahead, Trey. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna start off a, a, an easy one for you. So, which do you prefer to relax on Friday evenings or Sunday mornings? Which is more relaxing for you? S- Sunday morning, Sunday mornings, why? Uh, because I'm getting ready to go into worship and I okay. and I'm and I feel the most at ease knowing that I'm. I'm I'm in partnership with, with, with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's a question going down that path, talking about good times. Now, as a young man growing up, I'm sure all, all, all of us had some point had, no, oh, wow, this she's so wonderful. Who would you pick? Thelma from Good Times. Ooh. 2D from Facts of Life. Nope. Or Laura Winslow from Family Matters. And I got to I got to go with Thelma. <laughs> that was easy. Party do words after. <laughs> I got to go with Thelma. Yeah. even today. Boy. Yeah, I, 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 I'm mad that I'm mad Keith came into this. On the show. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> man, I'm glad wow. he, he messed up everything. Boy. Yeah, he messed yeah. up everything, man. Yeah, <laughs> she's sitting all in his lap and yeah, all show next to good him. No man, more. with that, man. <laughs> For sure, brother. For sure. All right. All right. Let me go with my. Okay. Whoa, whoa, uh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did me, Clint? No, we got to talk. Clint, we need to have a show about him cutting me off in my question. Man. I'm sorry. My bad. Go uh, ahead, sir. All right, all right. Clint got me all in tears. Yeah, uh, it, it was the Thelma one that threw you off. I, I thought I Thelma it. was my woman. Yeah, yeah, Clint yeah, talking. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> wow. We're gonna take this off off the show. The after yeah. show. There we go. Yeah. So, would, would you rather have free gas for three months or free food for six months? Give, giving them choices again. Free gas. Given the current prices for for three months, or free food for six months, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the free food because that that's going to allow me to sh- to share with others. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. All then, right. Okay. Now, Ward, go ahead, Ward. Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> we, we'll just wrap it up with three and three. Then three okay. more, three more. Okay. Uh, first, first one is um, I'm gonna say that one for last because I know his answer. <laughs> first one. What is having kids? taught you about yourself um that it is a it is an honorable experience for me to be able to be a father 
of 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 the kind that I that I never had before. Mm-hmm. That that that's that's what it's taught me. Okay, all right. Uh, and which kid is your favorite again? Which which child? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have any favorites. <laughs> it was a trick question. That's a trick question. No, it's okay. It's okay. That's 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 my trick answer. I, okay. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, but but I, I do hold in value uh, the fact that they are mindful children, mm-hmm. and and with with great with great goals in mind that they're achieving and continue to achieve. I I, I value that tremendously. Okay, respect that. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you give young people who are contemplating marriage? Um, to, to, to pray first. And um, I think an, another thing I, I would advise them to do is to to take your time. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what does it, think about what does it feel to be without him or her? Because once you keep that at the forefront, you do everything that you can to prevent from feeling that way again. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, let me get my last one. My last question is you're playing basketball. You're in your prime now, right? Yep. It's two players left and you get to pick first. You got two players left. You got Michael Jordan on the left. Jordan. Le- Le- LeBron. <laughs> you already answered. LeBron can have a seat. <laughs> give, me, give me Jordan. Oh, all day. wow. Every wow. Day for, mm. for all days. You do know LeBron has beaten him in every category, I right? I believe that, except for one category. Rings. Character. Oh, Ooh. what? Yeah. Oh, we, he coming back for another show, the sports mm-hmm. edition, because yeah, character. Ooh, you saying LeBron has no character? I did not say that. What, what are you saying? You 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 made a point that he's beating him in every category, and I said except for character. Explain. Well, you know, here's here's an individual that will go out and play basketball for however however long minutes, and then come back in and have on a nice fresh dress shirt and tie and uh-huh. present himself in a manner that's is more presentable as a as as a professional both on the court and off the court. Yes. So I, I like I like the character of, of that young man that Mr. Jordan displayed um in, okay. in that manner. And think about this. He came from a family of great character that he was able to portray. That's the meaning of or the impact of having that that type of household and family structure in your life is going to carry on again. And that's, again, that's the only reason why I chose him. He don't have to dribble the ball. I I look at a man's individual's character that makes me understand the the true meaning of who who and how he exists. Okay. I respect that. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Trey. All right. Here's a question for you. What superhero best matches your personality? Um, I would say my aunt. Um, yeah. let, let me let me clarify that. What no, no, fictional... no. You, you, you did, you did. See, and that's what I. I'm glad okay. you said that. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> so, so let me clarify my answer first. Okay, go ahead. When I when I'm dealing with young people, and especially Black History Month, we we have been taught mm-hmm. to go out and and write about a Dr. Martin Luther King or Rosa Parks or. Shirley Chisholm, and so many 
But our black history are the ones who get up every day that don't have a $15 or $20 hour job. They have $750. They ride two or three buses every day to get to a job that don't care nothing about them. Come home and fix something that's only in the cabinets that's not uh, what, what you would call a cuisine, but the family, and keep the lights on. That mm-hmm. is my superhero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm not I don't deal with I don't deal with fictions. I don't, I don't think I don't really deal with things that are created and made. Man, I, I deal enough. with things that that the reality. That I can, and I want them to know that. So when they talk about what they mama don't do, let's talk about what your mama does do or have mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. to get you to where you at. But you still stuck on because they don't have a cape and they're not flying around the city. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm just trying to clarify why I said why I responded the way I did. So when I'm when I work with them, we sit down writing their Black History thing. You are gonna write about your mom because nah. that's neat. That's who you need to know is your Black history. Yeah, okay. I was I was just thinking stri- strictly from like a fictional character. Yes, sir. But okay. that being said, then since we went down the path of, of realities, let's talk about reality of desserts. If you had a choice between sweet potato or red velvet, which one you going to? Um, I'm a diabetic, so I'm going to go with neither. But if they... <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. but I can't win with my but, questions. But, but I know. I listen to so, but but if if, they, if either one of them is, is sugar-free, then I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the the red velvet for sure. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah. And, and my last question is, which would you like to have more of? More time, more energy, or more resources? Mm. Um, good question. That's a good question. I, I, I would like to have more resources. That 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 expands my options of uh of understanding and learning and and things to make available. So resources would definitely be at the top of my list. I'm I'm very appreciative of whatever time I've have that I've had now, and so I, I don't I don't want to um, put that into a, into challenge where it's going to create something that's going to let me down because I didn't make it to to tomorrow. Nope. I'm very appreciative of this very minute, hour, and second right now. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Facts. All right. <clears throat> well, it's time for us to get to the close of the show and before we do my final thoughts. But before we do that, Clint, can you please let the listening audience know uh, where your social media footprints can be found or contact information for you? You, you know what? You can just find me at, at, at on my phone number, 317 uh, <laughs> you, you know. There it um, is. I got a Facebook page. Um, you know, I I just enjoy um, helping. You know, that that's that's how you find. I'm, I'm always found in a place where help is needed. Absolutely. What's the name of that Facebook page again? One more time. Uh, just Clint Johnson. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do my final thoughts right now, if you guys don't mind. And, and I do want to say real quick, I want to thank you guys so so much. Um, for doing this, for allowing me to express my thoughts and concerns uh, and value uh, the things that I say. Uh, I'm I'm praying for both of you guys. I'm I'm praying that you guys have continued with success. And just to have two African-American men doing something great moves me. It moves me. And those are the examples. You are the superheroes that our kids need to have to know about and to imitate. So I wanted to tell you thank you for that. I wow. Said, I said I wasn't gonna cry today. You're not gonna <laughs> you get know, me, Clint. You're not gonna get me. Up, man. <laughs> 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 I 
He tried, but you, you, you got me leaning, but you ain't gonna get me, Clint. Let me go ahead with the final thoughts. Uh, this interview has definitely enlightened the What's Up Award podcast about the importance of being a catalyst of change in our communities and especially our families. Just like a mosquito in a big room, one person can make a difference. In fact, it's been said that a man that doesn't know his purpose knows absolutely nothing. Two of the most important days of one's life is the day you're born and the day you die. What we do in between those days are ultra important for a myriad of reasons. If we don't have purpose, we could spend our entire life trying to be another man. How many times have we seen those long lines at the store for the latest J's or that long way at the Apple store for the greatest and latest? Of course, there's nothing wrong with one of these things, but let's make sure we're doing the more important things first. I'm not saying you're your brother's keeper, but it won't be such a bad thing to check up on your brother and show him some love. Once again, I'm Woody Ward. He's Trey all day. Mr. Johnson, thank you for dropping by. Peace. Yes, sir.